Every time I think and and record, I don't record right. Hold on. Uh-uh. <coughs> <coughs> At the beginning though. This is twelve seconds in and I'm already critiquing myself. Like what is wrong with me, bro? It's literally I'm looking at the clock. Twenty two seconds. And I'm critiquing me. I'm like, whoa, he's coughing at the beginning. Like the comments ain't as bad as me. Like I'm worse than my own comment section, bro. My comment section don't give a fuck about me, bro. It's me. What is going? Mic check, mic check, mic check, mic check. It's not peaking no more. But yeah, like my comment section ain't as mean as I am to myself. And is that me trying to get ahead of that? Is that me trying to like almost not ever have to go through like a comment section roasting my shit because I'm roasting me before the comment section can ever roast me? (laughs) So it's like I'm roasted when you get to me. So it's like. That's what that is. That's a shell. Like, if I'm talking to my therapist, you think she's like, yeah, you trying to protect yourself. You ducking the smoke. You saying you want all the smoke, and it's because you already give yourself the smoke. So, nobody can bring you smoke because you brought it to you. That's not really ducking smoke. Well, wanting smoke. Um, why Why should I want the smoke? That's weird, too. What you want smoke for? Can't you, don't you breathe with, don't you breathe oxygen, nigga? Nigga, want smoke? Why they teach black men to want smoke instead of like run from smoke where there's smoke there's fire? Hmm. Who is they? I keep saying they teach us. Like we don't have a brain for ourselves. <laughs> who is they to be teaching us shit and who who are we to be listening to them? That's the real question. But I ain't gonna ask that. I'm gonna just keep talking about them and they. Because it's better for me. Right? better for him. No. See, what's up? Him, she, they, it. It all. All along. I know Tom, Jim, Shirley, all along. Woo! What are we doing this episode, Jim? I didn't think I was going to do this. I always think, though. It's thinking. It's the thinking part. So NASCAR P was right in the end, right? <laughs> I got to come back and just give him his props, bro. He was right, right? How wasn't he right? About the thinking shit. You remember? That's like a literally, like, like that's a verbatim NASCAR P quote. The thinking shit. That's the thinking shit. But that's the thinking shit. He told me we're not supposed to think. Huh? Hey, you are now at... (laughs) Welcome to the Rondo Show Podcast. (laughs) You are now tuned in. Because that's where I was at. Like, how far do I stop? Like, when, when do I start thinking? When do I stop? And also, what is thinking if you're saying we're not supposed to do that? Because I don't, I don't think you mean what I think you mean. I understand what you're saying for some reason. So that means that, that you're not saying what you're saying. See what I'm saying? But I don't understand that. I don't understand how to do that. But then I also understand what you mean. 
The thinking part is like, all right, it's self-doubt. And it's the self-deception. Remember what we said? It was like an unforgivable sin on this podcast to really lie to yourself about you. before we started recording, I was like, man, maybe this is why. I mean, maybe this is why guys dip on this drink. Maybe they sense it in a subconscious way. Or maybe it's conscious. It may always be subconscious to me. But tell that bit of a dip ball. Like I'm a I'm a I'm a notifier. I'm a communicator. Yeah. In doing that, you expose your moves, your decisions, which also divulges your plans and your thinking. Which also may make you more likely to be kind of threatened or offended by people who are quiet, withdrawn. You might think that they are like up to something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you project. You communicate. You're not an inward motherfucker. Even though you are, you're very deep. You got some depth. But you also love expression. Communication, divulging, like being open. And it's almost like a setup factor because you're setting yourself up in the sense where you tell everybody everything. And then when everybody does what they do, you now like, damn, how y'all do that to the nigga who gave I gave you everything? Yeah, and who told you to do that? And then what do I owe you for you doing something you wanted to do with you? What they got to do with me? <laughs> Real, man. Yeah. What is this? Episode 101? Yeah. Of the podcast. Do it like they do in GTA when it's like an organization sent an <laughs> invite. An organization. I'm just joining an organization. Okay. I'll join an organization. Like, I don't know what the organization I'm joining is, but I'll join a motorcycle club. <laughs> and then when I listen back, a lot of the things that I thought I used to do, I don't do as well as I used to. You can hear me talking better as I'm just consciously talking about me talking better. But I used to actually enunciate words and use letters and put a lot into the craft that I had at the time. And now it's like a, a more comfort and a more lazy kind of uh, manipulative approach <laughs> to things. To where you can see that my mind and my vision may be far more ahead of my work ethic. Or my, what I'm putting into the actual thing day to day. So it's like when you have a plan for years ahead, you have to understand what energy and what 
type of threshold you have to break through and what type of criteria you have to meet today to make that happen tomorrow to to next year to years beyond that. You can't put in five cents today and because you put something in, tomorrow's gonna be millions. Even though that's true, it can't go like that. The rare situation, but also at some point you're gonna pay. I'm also a believer of that. Nothing's free. At some point you gonna pay for it. That's what she said. But look, man. Um I'm not gonna fault anybody for nothing anymore on this show. Have I done that? Think that people have faulted themselves. I mean, I think it is what it is. The writing's on the wall, man. I don't need to do this to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't even need to pod for people to know who people are. Me podding is like secondary to like me podding about somebody is secondary to what most people will notice when they deal with these people. That's what I'm saying. It's like the last thing you think about in comparison to what you think about when you deal with them. Like, I could talk about NASCAR P on the pod, but if you listen to the episodes he on, you hear it. And it's not me, but it is. Because it's my podcast and it's me on here kind of spewing my toxicity and needing something to kind of balance my craziness and my, my, what I'm trying to figure out without a therapist, now I have one. But I was on road, on a road street. Friends and family can always help you. Maintain a certain mindfulness that is necessary to execute, like I said, according to your plan. But if people set you straight, People help you get back on track. You use all your coping skills and your your uh, go-to mechanisms and vices to soothe yourself, and you still take that newfound energy and that second leash on life, lease on life. Um, I said leash. That second lease on life to actually spoil it, to play around, to abuse it, to use it as if you're God and like play this cocky role of. Who is these niggas? You know what I mean? I'm that nigga. That's the other thing. Like, from being around a nigga like him, he gets your ego hype. Like, I don't know nobody who can be around Ascar P and not love themselves after that shit. And that's a compliment to that nigga. And when I say be around him, I'm saying, like, really be around him in a sense where not like y'all just acquaintances. To where you consider fam. He gave you a certain. He put a certain. Battery on your back. Like a certain. Pressure that is like. Pause. But it's like. Very. Very. Uncanny. You don't get that from nobody. Nobody tells you. 
how dope you are. That's why I never, I always struggle as a as a CEO to value NASCAR people. I don't know how to gauge the value he brings me because the easiest thing to, for me to say is that it's immeasurable. The nigga told me I was the GOAT. What do you do when a nigga tell you that you the GOAT and he believe that? It's not a lot. It could be a lot. But regardless of what it was when it was given to you, what it did for you when it got to you. I got a conspiracy side of my brain to where, and I'm sure this isn't true, but if somebody knew that about me, that I was seeking that type of, uh, what you want to call it, uh, gratification, if they could exploit that and then tell me anything like that to get a certain energy out of me so that I can perform to a certain level to where they could benefit from it. I just don't know anybody that thoughtful who goes that deep in thought to really use and abuse me in that way. People unintentionally use and abuse me, but they still use and abuse me, and I have to like defend myself and I have to work through that. Right? Would, would you consider it being intentional from what you've seen? It's been a few years now. You have experience. Survivor Ronda. You said what? It has been there. Is what you're saying. I think it's always unintentional. And it might be a little ego in that. And it's because I believe that if you really knew how I react, if I knew, you wouldn't even try. But you try me because you don't. It's not a threat, but I think it's like it's like the the the, the inverse of when I. Like I said, being so open and just living your life different than people. Everybody don't live their life the same way. And when you live your life different than people and you are an open book and you're here for criticism and you're here for this and you're always trying to grow and all, everybody isn't the same way. Therefore, you can't project how you receive information or take your growth. You can't grow. You can't Force how you grow on somebody else. All you can do is grow in your own individual path. And that was hard for me. I feel like me and this guy could still be co-hosts if I knew how to do me while he was doing him on my show. The only difference now is I value him on my show differently than I did. You know, 
No need to talk about, about that dead horse. I beat that. Oh, yeah, I beat it. That horse is... What are we doing right now? What you doing? So this is Watch Dogs 2. But what are we doing? But what's the mission? Driving into oncoming traffic, so you probably have to focus on that. <laughs> and you gain. Thirty-two thousand followers. Thirty-two thousand four hundred. You see, it like they're trying to like win over. Yeah. Everybody. Watch Dogs is a great game, man. It's spiritual, but it's tech. Right? Am I off? It's almost like what I expected to feel from uh, Death Stranding, but it's in uh, hip urban technological video game where you hack and play GTA at the same time. <laughs> video game reviews. Let me stop. <laughs> Yo, did Donnell really quit his podcast? Or? <laughs> you always say that though. Every time he quits for a few months, every time I tell you he didn't quit, he's just trying to he think he not he not just potting like he yeah. he doing too much like when he think about potting he think about he got to do too much that's gonna take him from this and that and that instead of just potting in a random room somewhere for fifteen minutes and putting it out he not gonna do that yeah. he gonna do too much you know what I'm saying gonna overthink it he trying to compete with himself. And he ain't even got that good at potting yet. You gotta like, but whatever. That's my opinion on that. But he really quit. You think? You think he done? You think this is it? You think Donna Ross podcast is right? Or something? I don't think it's trash. You only a Sean C shit. <laughs> you know we will never think of that podcast is trash. At least not me or this podcast. I think that shit is <laughs> His number one episode is that story about his about forty grinding. Oh and he didn't even grind. <laughs> like dog. That nigga said he smelled me like this nigga came to my face, bro. Like he <laughs> like this nigga hugged me like like Austin, bro. This nigga said this man hugged him like his son. Like he ain't seen him in a long time. That is insane, bro. That's so... And, like, the reason that episode is so important to me... Fuck the story, man. The story is hilarious. 
top ten, one of the top ten stories I've heard. But when I say top ten, I mean like pool stories, water stories, real stories too, because people be lying. <laughs> but um, no. Nah. What I'm saying is how David Deary that whole episode was putting on this nigga Donnell from the beginning and to the end where he shit and never complimented his son's art and how he just sat there as if Donnell didn't know what the fuck he was doing and he was just gonna let this man look stupid if that's what that man wanted to do Because he had stopped potting for four months. To where he tells that story. He's like, ah, blew this spot up. Why are you trying to make a comedian feel uncomfortable for telling a funny story? Why would you do that? Because this is on a podcast? You wouldn't do that if this is Dave Chappelle, man. Dave Chappelle could tell that story. Nobody would make Donnell feel like he was out of place if he wasn't Donnell. It's Donnell. Donnell's the only person like me where he's so open. He's so Donnell that he gets he gets to be... You are able, allowed to call me an asshole. You don't feel wrong in that. Where if it's Dave Chappelle, you would question yourself before you call him an asshole. Hold on, maybe it's something with me going on. Maybe I don't get this. Maybe I don't understand. There's certain people that don't got that grace. Why? It got more to do with everybody else than to do with that person. And that's what we as these people have to understand. See what I'm saying? You can't just always... Put those, put the people first. Fuck the people, man. Fuck them. Because they wasn't there. They was not there. Y'all ain't here now and y'all wasn't there. So why am I caring about y'all? Why am I talking about you? Why do I, why do you concern me? You ain't never been there. Whenever somebody arrives... Do I now kiss their ass? Do you now, do I owe you something? Because you showed up to what I made? That doesn't validate or define what I did. What I did is me. I did it. Like, who are you? Right. You have no answer. Not you. (laughs) It's going to scream domestic violence on Roger. He's emotionally abusive. He's very vulgar to his wife. They didn't put the wedding on Instagram, so I don't believe they're actually married. But I'm. (laughs) Hold on, Pod Picket. Fuck, what have I been listening to? I know this ain't a part, but baby, come and slide on a nigga. Let me show your ass where to start. But 
Heart, soul, and mind on a nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Tory Lanez is the GOAT that I listen to. This, the past five, six years. I'm going to say eight. Just because I was late. So I'm going to give him two just because I don't know. Maybe he was on it even harder than that before. But Tory Lanez is a GOAT guy legend, bro. And y'all, everybody's sleeping on Tory, and it's not because of Tory. We know the, the most evil bitch on this, that we ever talk about on this podcast, Made the Stallion. You know who it is. And it's just probably the devil, man. It's a good chance. That's all I'm going to say. It's a good chance that the bitch drink blood. That's all I'm going to say. So, she's like Nevada acid type motherfucker. So, you know, I really think what happened that night was they were scared of her. She was about to kill her. Meg is probably stronger than both of them put together. And she's probably about to beat the life out of them. And somebody said, gun. Boom, shoot this bitch. I'm not going to kill her, though. I'm going to shoot her in the foot. So she stopped running at me with her fucking ultra big. Meg Thee Stallion is a, is a, she has a body of a trans person. She's a man. That's a strong woman, man. She's from Texas, bro. Imagine she is heartbroken right now. Not only heartbreaking is one thing. Being cheated on is one thing. But when it's your best friend, that's a whole other thing. Not only is your best friend, but it's with a nigga like Tori, the, the nigga that you love the most. You haven't met a nigga you love like this? Bro, you're going to kill somebody. Somebody going to die. Somebody, somebody going to get hurt. <laughs> I think they both was worried. So they shot the bitch. And I don't think it was, I think somebody said, shoot her. Somebody said, what are you waiting for? Somebody said, get her. Something has to happen. She's not going to stop. She's about to kill us. You don't want to be in the hands of Meg under that pressure. Hell no, man. Let me stop making up stories. I don't know what happened. I'm supposed to be doing pod picks, and here I am talking about drama. Nobody asked me to talk about Meg Stallion and Tony. But it's the music, man. The music for me is the greatest shit that I've heard in a long time. Fuck Drake. Say nothing. Let me stop. Um... It's 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 some good shit. Sorry, sorry, uh, sorry for what? That's what it's called, right? Sorry for what? <laughs> uh, sorry for what? Yeah. Um, it's hard. Um, it's not about um. I just felt like me personally, I wasn't a good fan. I've, I've said that on this podcast too. I had, a, and that's the other thing, bro. Shit recording. All right, there we go. When niggas like they quit on you, bro, they don't realize that you had plans. They don't understand that I was building a a subliminal message for over twenty five episodes. You were a valuable piece of that story and that message. I was building it with you. And you just rip your part out. 
after now, what? Because it's a, oh, it's over now. What was I even doing before that? That matters now. You have to make it matter. So you got to do some goat god shit. Always do though. Shout out to everybody who viewed this. Um, subscribe to Rondo the Kid on YouTube. Subscribe to the Rondo Show podcast. Follow us on Spotify and all other podcasting platforms. We are on every single podcasting platform, even the ones that you don't use. We are on those podcasts and platforms. Shout out to Pod Chaser for promoting our podcast. Shout out to um, uh, Good Pods on Twitter for promoting our podcast and Pod Chaser on Twitter. Subscribe to us, KKM Media Company on YouTube, and subscribe to me, Rondo the Kid on YouTube, and just my random thoughts every day. Um, new gaming streams every day. Um, KKN Gamer World, shout out. KKN Gaming World TV. I love y'all. Episode 101, man. Thanks, Jay.